For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my MVP gosh, time! Windy City Assassin does it again! The NBA Summer League has come and gone. We're going to look at who stood out for the Bulls, who got a contract today, and we're going to look at their fit with the rotation, how Patrick Williams lit it up en route to second team all Summer League. And, yeah, I've got to talk about it. The Bulls got snubbed by the NBA when they came out with the national TV schedules this week. We have so much to get to. On this week's episode of Believe in Bulls on the Believe Podcast Network, I'm your host, Nick Schultz. Always great to be with you. Summer League's over, saw some really good performances. Bulls went 2-3, and three, which isn't great, but still, we have a lot that we can talk about. I don't buy a lot of stock into Summer League. I'll be straight up and down. I don't buy a lot of stock in it. I think what it is is just kind of getting these guys familiar with the NBA game, especially last year he didn't have it, so these rookies from last year maybe come back develop a little more, like Patrick Williams did, and you have your Iota Sumus, your Marco Samanoviches that are getting used to this game and playing this style. That's how I see the summer league. And I had to describe it to somebody last night at work. And the way I put it was it's kind of an audition for some of these undrafted free agents and even these guys who might be looking at maybe two-way deals, late second-round picks. Kind of an audition of sorts. Again, I don't take a lot of it as this is how this guy's going to play in the regular season. It's just summer league. It's developmental. But we still have some talking points that we can get to. For starters, how about Patrick Williams? Second team summer league. He only played three games, by the way. He only played three of the five games and still was second team all summer league. He dropped 21 points a game and grabbed 9.7 rebounds per game and also led the way with 2.7 assists per game. Again, that's just three of the five games. Patrick Williams played for the Bulls in Vegas at the MGM Grand. More on him in a second. I've got some thoughts on how Patrick Williams can perform this year. 
But let's talk about the guys that we've never seen play in a Bulls uniform before. These guys that are coming in this year for the first time. I'm talking about Io DeSumo and Marco Simonovic. Io DeSumo, 12.6 points per game, 4.4 rebounds per game, and 26 minutes per game. And he shot 42% for the field. Marco Simonovic, 12 points a game, 4.4 rebounds per game, 2 assists per game, 1.4 steals a game, 18.9 minutes a game, that's big, and 50% shooting. They looked good. Io dropped 26 points one game. He looked awesome. I'm really excited for both of these guys. They're both second-round picks, and they've now both earned contracts with the Bulls. The Bulls announced this afternoon that Io DeSumo and Marco Simonovic have signed for the season. They are NBA deals. Neither one is a two-way deal which means we can expect them in the rotation. And I think they proved this week that they deserve it. They played well in Vegas. This is where the summer league can be important. Guys like Marco Simonovic and Iota Sumu, you'd never seen them play at the NBA level. They both have some pretty high expectations. I don't think that's necessarily unfair to say. I mean, Io balled out at Illinois. I think he's got a high ceiling, and we've heard a lot about Marco Simonovic. They both got high ceilings, high expectations, and now they're going to be on the NBA roster. I think they could be on the back end of the rotation. I was thinking about this before the show, and I even scribbled down just some notes here. What the first unit, what the second unit can look like. Now, the roster's not done yet. I mean, the, the roster's not finalized yet. By my count, there's 11 players and there's 15 spots. I didn't count Devon Dotson on there. This is kind of what I'm thinking right now as we sit here. This is Wednesday, August 18th. It's almost 7 o'clock at night. I'm recording this a little later than usual, but... Here's what I got scribbled down. Your first unit, your starters, obviously. Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's your starting five, unless something catastrophic happens. Your second unit, Alex Caruso, obviously. I've got Kobe White written down, even though he's hurt. Troy Brown Jr., Marco Simonovic, and Tony Bradley. I've got Io as the 11th man right now, but again, Kobe White's hurt. So you could maybe slide Io into that second unit in there, maybe. Again, this is what the roster's at right now. It's not done. It's way too early to be talking about this even. But we can at least get an idea of where these guys are going to fall. I think it's safe to say that Marco Simonovic is the new Lowry Markkinen, which we're hearing some scuttle about the Mavericks. I think I've heard Maxi Kleber's name thrown out there as a return. Dorian Finney-Smith is another name that's come up, at least that I've heard. Keeping an eye on that, because one of those guys would be great in that second unit. But anyway, going back to Marco, I think he's the new Lowry in terms of big guy who can score, he can rebound. And I think the big separator, this was my biggest takeaway from the summer league. Marco Simonovic plays much, much, much tougher than Lowry Marketing. I know that's not necessarily tough to do. Lowry was known for not exactly playing tough. And that's not to say he didn't play hard. I'm not saying he didn't give it his all. I'm saying when you watch him play, he's a little timid. Out there, he played a little soft. Marco was out there. I'm just going to call him Marco. He's on a first-name basis now. Marco was out there playing tough, driving for those rebounds, fighting for the rebounds, and it was a really good performance. And I think he's one of those pieces. He's not going to be your all-star, but he's still a good piece to have on the bench, come in and pick up the slack for you know Patrick Williams or Nikola Vucevic, one of the two. I really like what I saw out of both Marco and Io. I think Io performed well in his first NBA experience. There were questions, you know, during the draft. Oh, how's his game going to translate to the NBA? Does he do anything special? I, I've said it all along, and I'm going to say it again. I think Io Dosumu is going to be a very good NBA player. 
I think his skills are going to adjust. It might take some time. He's a little bit of a project. He's not Patrick Williams level project, but I was going to be a project. When I say a Patrick Williams level project, Patrick Williams came in. He was sixth man for Leonard Hamilton in Florida State. He was not the guy. And he had to go from not being the guy to being the guy, which is very, it's kind of backwards from how it usually is going to the NBA. Like if you're Cade Cunningham, just using a name, big name in this draft, if you're Cade Cunningham and you were going on to a team that already had a stud, you'd go from being the guy to not being the guy. Patrick Williams is the opposite. He's going to be a building block for the Bulls, but he's never had to be the guy. And I think Iota Sumu now, he was the guy in Illinois. Now he's not going to be the guy, but I think he's going to fit into the rotation really well. I think his scoring ability, his ability to rebound, he's scrappy. Couple that with his passing. I think he's going to be a very good NBA player. Speaking of Patrick Williams, more on that performance. I mean, three games in the summer league and was still all summer league. That's amazing. Is he poised for a leap forward this year? This is where the summer league can kind of skew expectations. And I'm I'm really going to try not to overreact because I do have thoughts. I think he is going to take a leap this year. I think between last year, he started showing flashes of it later in the year that he can do more on offense. He always wanted to guard the best guy anyway on defense. But couple that with what happened late in the year, he had some scoring outbursts, and he also worked out with Team USA this offseason. I think he's going to take a big step in the right direction. And you saw just in the short amount of time in the summer league what he can do. I'm reading the numbers again. 21 points a game, 9.7 rebounds a game, 2.7 assists per game. Now, going back to where the summer league can skew expectations. It's going to be a different situation in the regular season. Patrick Williams did not have Lonzo, Zach, DeMar, or Vooch in the summer league. It, it was him. It was his show, basically. He was the number one guy on that floor, and he proved he belonged as the number one guy on that floor in the summer league. When the regular season starts, on that lineup, he's going to be the fifth guy. He's not going to be the primary scoring option, but... It was good to see him bring up the ball and take control of the offense. He's not going to need to be the primary scorer in the regular season. They've already got primary scorers for that. He can be a solid starter and maybe put up double-digit points per game. You know, last year he was in the single digits. He didn't really have the flashiest season on offense, but he was still second-team all-rookie because of what he does off the box score, what he does with the intangibles. And I think this year... He's set up for a big year. We saw some good signs in Vegas, too. And I'm talking about just the big games, and he had that big double-double. And if he played all five games, I want to know what his stats would be. I want to know if the Bulls would be better than 2-3 and three in the Summer League. He played three games. He looked good. He's one of the biggest takeaways from the Summer League is that Patrick Williams had a good performance when he was tasked with being the guy. I go back to what I talked about when I was talking about him being a project earlier. Coming in from Florida State, he had to get into the mentality of being the guy instead of being a role player. You saw it multiple times throughout the year. He'd be outside for a three, fake it, go inside, and then pull up for a jumper. No, he's got to get more confident with that three-point shot. And it looked like he did in the summer league. I saw a lot more confidence out of Patrick Williams this week in Vegas. And going into this season with all the changes that took place, everything going on around the Bulls, I think that's a really good sign and going forward, he's going to be the focal point of this team. And it'd be him and Zach Levine. He makes an impact on both sides of the ball that 
I think doesn't always show up in the box score. And that's why this year playing alongside, especially a guy like DeMar DeRozan, I think that's going to be really good for his development. Is he going to have the best shooting season, best scoring season this year? No, we can't expect that with the way the starting lineup is going to be constructed, with the way the roster is constructed. You can say what you want about whether it'll hurt his development or not. I think he's going to be fine. I think he can settle into a solid spot as the four, starting four in the lineup and go from there. It's not going to be all on him this season like it was in the summer league. You know, I wish Patrick Williams would have the chance to showcase himself on national TV. This is where the Bulls kind of they, they kind of got passed over in a way. You know, the national TV schedule came out for opening night and Christmas this week, and the Bulls weren't on there at all. They weren't on any of those games. They don't have a national game during opening week. They don't have a Christmas game. So are we going to get the TNT Bulls this year? I don't know. But, yeah, I, I think that kind of sucks because the Bulls took a big step forward this offseason. There's a lot of intrigue around this team. Look at the starting lineup again. Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic. Let's break this down a little more. Former number two overall pick in Lonzo Ball. A gold medal winner in Zach Levine. Another gold medal winner in DeMar DeRozan. Patrick Williams, and former number four overall pick, and an all-star in Nikola Vucevic in the starting lineup. I don't know why that didn't get national TV recognition. I mean, I'm biased. Be full disclosure, I, I am biased here. I'd love to see the TNT Bulls make a comeback. The Bulls light it up on national TV. And I, I want to see that. But I'm even thinking realistically here. Think about the names that you have on this team. And let's not forget Alex Caruso is a name. He is a name. I, I kind of think of him as a, a meme, per se. I mean, I like making jokes about him. But still, he's a great defender. He can shoot. They've got names now. you got Billy Donovan as the coach, too. Why are they not in the national spotlight? They play in the third largest city in the country. They play for a historic team that was a dynasty in the 90s with Michael Jordan. They made necessary changes. They're not going to be in the cellar of the Eastern Conference. They're going to make the playoffs this year. I think that's safe to say, right? This should be a playoff team if it's not something's very, very wrong. I just don't know why this didn't get the Bulls national TV recognition. I don't know. I'll, I'll get off my soapbox, but it, that, that bugged me. And I know I'm not the only one. That bugged me this week that the Bulls did not get national TV on Christmas or opening week. Either way, you know what? We can still be excited about this Bulls season. I am very, very excited. We have 62 days until opening night by my count, October 19th. 62 days until the regular season starts. Until then, we can keep talking about our excitement and we can keep thinking about what could happen this year. I'm dreaming of playoffs, not the play-in. I'm thinking playoffs this year. And it's going to be a lot of fun to see how all of these new pieces fit in Billy Donovan's puzzle. And there's still more pieces to come. We don't know what's going to happen with Lowry Markkinen. There's a lot of smoke there about the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, Maxi Kleber, Dorian Finney-Smith. Could one of them come in and bolster this rotation? We'll see. I know Casey Johnson at NBC Sports Chicago reported that his free agency is in a holding pattern. That's a direct quote. So we'll see what happens with the Lowry Marketing situation going forward as well. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls. Please subscribe and continue to follow and listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You guys have been so, so great and supportive this month with the emergency podcast and free agency, everything going on this month. It has been awesome. Thank you again for the support. I will talk to you right back here next week on the Believe Podcast Network. Have a great week, everybody.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.